Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. This is the last, and I do mean last, time I'll be doing a show this late in the afternoon, at least for the rest of this year. Now, if I have to do a show late, I'll do late night episodes, and that's fine. But I promise this is the last time because this is the second to last college football poll reveal before they actually reveal the final four for the college football playoff after the conference title games over the weekend, over this coming weekend with the Pac-12 one on Friday, and then the other four happening on Saturday. So I'll go ahead and reveal those polls tonight. For my World Cup fans... Especially here in the United States, today's a very celebratory day. The United States does advance into the round of 16. And now they get to face the Dutch on Saturday morning here out west. 7 in the morning out west, 10 in the east, 11 central on Saturday. So congratulations to Team USA and Christian Pulisic in particular. His one shining moment finally did happen, although... He did injure himself on the goal, and they're evaluating his injury as we speak. So he did his he did his job. He performed, but it might come at a cost for Team USA as they take on the Dutch, the winners of Group A. As far as the other ones go, we got Group C and D tomorrow. Argentina and Mexico are both in action. Not against each other this time like they were on Saturday. Uh, Argentina gets Poland and Mexico gets Saudi Arabia. For my fans of Mexico, they got to beat Saudi Arabia and then hope that Argentina somehow either loses to Poland by a lot or Poland loses by a ton. So here are the picks again for all my World Cup fans. I'm going to get that out of the way. And then we'll reveal. Then I'll reveal the uh, top four for you guys and give you my thoughts on the poll. But again, uh, here are the picks for tomorrow's games in the World Cup. I got France, France over Tunisia, uh, Denmark over Australia, Mexico over Saudi Arabia, and Argentina over Poland, but barely. If those scenarios do hold, at least the ones that I pick. Uh, Argentina would jump Poland in Group C, and Mexico would find a way if they beat Saudi Arabia and Poland loses, then Mexico has a chance to sneak in as the runner-up for Group C. So again, for my World Cup fans, the picks for tomorrow, I got France over Tunisia, Denmark over Australia, Argentina over Poland, and Mexico over Saudi Arabia. But now for the real sports, the ones that I cover more often in this on this show. We are down the home stretch for my college football fans. We've got conference title games this weekend. I'll give you my early picks for those and then finalize them for you guys tonight, or not tonight, uh, Friday. Before the Pac-12 title game, I promise I'll get the show in before then. But here they are. Let's go to the rankings. Hopefully this time they 
actually had them out. I delayed time for this. Okay, so here we are. Georgia at one, Michigan at two. So after their huge win in Columbus, the first win since 2009, or not 2009, first win in Columbus for the Wolverines since 2000, which is surprising because I was six when that was happened. So it's been a long time. Uh, so we got TCU at three and USC at four. So we're playing the hypothetical game right now. Georgia and USC would face each other in the Peach Bowl. And you'd have TCU and Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl as the semifinal plays out. Um, if those matchups were set right now, Georgia would beat USC by oh, just going away. I know, I know USC's defense can take the ball away. And Stetson Bennett does have the weird ability to throw turn the ball over but at Georgia they don't ask him to do much just run the ball play good defense and hallelujah Georgia will just have too much on the defensive side I don't care if Caleb Williams throws for 600 yards USC would not beat Georgia not even now I barely think they'll beat Utah and I love me some Utah watch for Cam Rising and you and Utah to at least make a game of the Pac-12 championship in Vegas on Friday night. That is the one game that should be on upset alert. Right now, leaning, you know, I got to put my fandom for Utah aside a little bit. You know, USC looking to avenge the earlier loss that they had back in Salt Lake City in early October. But right now, USC... Right now, could not beat Georgia even if they made it in. Let's say they beat Utah and they make it in. I don't think USC would beat Georgia. Caleb Williams may be the better quarterback over Stetson Bennett. And you do have a good running game with Austin Jackson. Even without Jermaine Dye, Austin Jackson's a pretty good backup for you, uh, backup running back for USC too. But even with that, Georgia's got a better defense. I think they'd slow him down. And then the other matchup, TCU-Michigan. The only chance TCU has against Michigan is if Max Duggan can just outplay J.J. McCarthy. Now, you know, Michigan will beat Purdue going away. Michigan will make their way in. No question about that, in my opinion. Even if I made the pick on Friday, I'll stick with it now. Michigan over Purdue, easy three-touchdown favorite. Even if J.J. McCarthy only throws half his throws, he only completes 50% of his passes. If he does that again against Purdue, they'll still win, but it's just Max Dugan has to play a perfect game against Michigan in order for TCU to have a shot. So that's how I look at it. I would take Michigan and Georgia right now. However, and I'm saying this before I reveal out the rest, if USC or TCU, because in my humble opinion, TCU is not in even if they lose. Georgia is probably the only team of the Final Four that could get in if they lose. That's the only one. TCU, in my opinion, I know the committee, you know, they've got... TCU's got a great strength of schedule. The Big 12 technically has been a good conference all year long, but you, 
but TCU has been squeaking by a lot of their opponents. I know last week was the exception. But TCU has been squeaking by a lot of their opponents. And even if they beat Kansas State, who is right now in 10th in the rankings, just as a sneak peek, uh, even if TCU blows out Kansas State, or if they lose to Kansas, quite frankly, if they lose to Kansas State, it's Ohio State's position to gain. Now, if USC loses, Ohio State definitely would get in regardless and Alabama will just kind of be waiting around going, yeah, maybe. But anyway, here are the rest of the rankings, 5 through 25. Ohio State at 5, Alabama at 6, Tennessee at 7, Penn State at 8, Clemson at 9 after their loss to their rival South Carolina, uh, Kansas State 10, Utah at 11, Washington at 12, Florida State at 13, LSU 14, Oregon State in their huge win at home against the Ducks. They move up to 15, Oregon 16, UCLA 17. Tulane remains the highest ranked group of five teams, so they will get a New Year's Six Bowl if they win their conference title game this weekend. Uh, South Carolina, after their two big wins against top five playoff teams in back-to-back -back weeks, granted both of those games are at home, but they did do it, so they moved up to 19. Texas at 20, Notre Dame at 21, UCF at 22, North Carolina at 23, the Bulldogs at Mississippi State at 24, and NC State at 25. So those that is your top 25. Again, just for debate, because I know the national media wants you to think that TCU is safe, even if they lose to Kansas State. I personally do not think so, okay? I, I know Kansas State beat Oklahoma. They've beaten Texas. In fact, that's why they're in the Big 12 title game. But Kansas, if TCU loses to Kansas State in Arlington this weekend, TCU will be out. Now, if they can win, let's say TCU loses 38-35, to 35, or actually because Kansas State's actually really good defensively, Let's say 22 to 19, or some odd low scoring game where teams can barely get 28 points. If that happens, then TCU could make the argument that they are better than Ohio State, but Ohio State just, I mean, they blew out Penn State. I get it, they lost at home to Michigan, but. They were in that game for most of it up until that late late in the second half. So or at least they were they kept it close. So if T the only the last argument I have before the game list for the other three is simple. TCU might lose to Kansas State. It's more likely that Utah will beat USC. But if if TCU loses, watch for Ohio State to get in. Now, the other scenario, and who knows if this will actually happen, but if USC and TCU both lose, then watch for Alabama to sneak in. Just, just watch. Just watch. Either Alabama or Ohio State or even 
one of the other Big Ten schools. Just, just watch. The ultimate chaos is to see if TCU and USC lose. That is the ultimate chaos. If they both lose, then yeah, Ohio State and Alabama can slide right in. So that's the other one maybe to look forward to there. Now, as far as the games, again, let's go to the early picks for these games. USC, Utah, right now I'm leaning towards USC. Caleb Williams is getting hot. It is a revenge game for the Trojans. It'll be a neutral site in Vegas. They do have a solid run game behind Caleb Williams. Plenty of weapons. But don't expect this game to be a huge blowout for the Trojans. I do think Utah will give this a fight. But right now, if I had to choose, I'm taking USC. In the Big 12 title game, in the battle of the teams all covered in purple, I'm taking the Horned Frogs right now. I know I've been saying chaos, chaos, chaos with TCU losing because I do think that is more likely than USC losing to Utah, or at least it's just a little more likely. But right now, I'd take TCU over Kansas State, Georgia over LSU easily, Tulane over UCF in the American Conference title game, and Michigan over Purdue, and Clemson over North Carolina to win the ACC. Although, if Clemson wins, they're just going to end up in the Orange Bowl. But, you know, uh, I'd take Clemson over North Carolina right now. But those are my early picks for Championship Saturday. Uh, with that, let's just go ahead and do the picks for everybody else. Let's go in the NHL. A lot of in-progress stuff right now. Uh, the Bruins are beating the Lightning 1-0. The Sharks are beating the Canadians 1-0. Penguins are beating the Hurricanes 1-0. And the Islanders and Flyers are tied at 1 apiece in the first period. That's still early with 10-19 to go. So I'm going to go ahead and just pick the games that aren't in progress yet. I'm going to take the Predators over the Ducks, the Avalanche over the Jets, the Panthers over the Flames, the Capitals over the Canucks, and the Kraken over the Kings. So again, the winners tonight. The Kraken, the Capitals, the Panthers, the Avs, the Predators, and the... Oh, wow, the Flyers just scored on the Islanders. Now it's 2-1 Flyers. Anyway, so I got the Predators over the Ducks, Avs over the Jets, Panthers over the Flames, Capitals over the Canucks, and the... Kraken over the Kings. As far as the NBA games go, let's jump into those very quickly. Of the games that are in progress right now, the Knicks are beating the Pistons 70-54. to That game's almost headed to half. The Mavs are beating the Warriors 34-19. to So there's only one game for me to pick tonight. It's the Clippers and the Trailblazers. I'm taking the Clippers to win that game. And then for college basketball, if there are any top 25 matchups, yes, there are right now. There's one in progress. Kentucky over Bellamy. Uh, well, I'm going to take Kentucky over Bellamy, but right now that game is tied at 21 apiece. Uh, Louisville is losing to Maryland 37-26. to And Illinois and Syracuse in the Big Ten ACC Championship or a Big Ten ACC Challenge. I got Illinois 23-20. I'm going with the Fighting Illini after what I saw, what they did to UCLA in Vegas. I'm taking Illinois there. Uh, Houston over Norfolk State. Baylor over Marquette. 
Virginia over Michigan and San Diego State over UC Irvine, the lovely anteaters of UC Irvine. So San Diego State, Virginia, Baylor, Houston, Illinois. I've got Maryland to hold on to win there, and I got Kentucky over Bellamy to win as well. So those are your picks in college basketball tonight. Let's see how much time I have left to see if I can uh, throw in some news time. I guess I could all on 16 minutes. Let's throw in some news. See if let's check the newsreel, and then if not, then I'm out. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me turn off the Wi-Fi one more time. Otherwise, you guys get to hear me sing, and I don't think you want to hear me sing on this podcast. So, let's get on this show. Do 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 do. Let's see news. Um. Ah, here we go. Top news for today again. Congratulations to Team USA. Congratulations to Christian Pulisic. He did score that goal. Uh, he did injure, but he is good to go, apparently. Uh, Christian Pulisic did assure the United States teammates that he'd be ready for Saturday's match against the Netherlands after picking up an injury in his team's Group B win over Iran on th on Tuesday. Yes, I say Iran, not Iran. Sorry, it's Iran. Pulisic was involved in a hard collision uh, shortly before halftime as he tapped in a header across from Serino Dest to put the U.S. up 1-0 and help earn the Americans a spot in the knockout stage. Uh, the Chelsea winger said in his social media post after the game that he'd be ready for Saturday. And don't worry, while teammates Weston McKinney said, I sent him a text and checked him out. He said, best believe I'll be ready on Saturday. So, whatever the injury is for my U.S.-loving soccer fans, it must not be that serious if that dude is saying, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Don't worry about it. it his ab injury must not be that serious if that dude is straight up just saying, yeah, I'll be ready to go. Don't even ask. But there's your update there, at least from the player's side of things. Now, Team USA might have a different story. Uh... Let's see how much time. Okay, I got one. I got time for one more story. Uh, boy, the college football playoff committee really wants this uh, expansion to happen because now they're going to try and force the Rose Bowl committee to try and get this game, get their game to be a part of the playoff rotation here. Leaders of the college football playoff issued an ultimatum to the Rose Bowl this week, giving a self-imposed deadline of Wednesday to determine whether the CFP can expand in time for the start of the 2024 regular season. So next year it won't matter, but they are trying to get 2024, and this is why. And if the game's most story bowl can't agree to the tenant to the terms, it's possible it could be excluded for the New Year's Six Bowl rotation in the next contract. We want, so the playoff committee says, quote, we want a Rose Bowl. We want the Rose Bowl. We have a good partnership with the Six Bowls we are affiliated with. We do. And we want to continue with that. I hope the Rose Bowl will be part of that. 
but there's no guarantee in any of this. None. If the CFP doesn't expand in time for the 2024 season, it'll lose roughly $450 million in potential gross revenue. There is mounting pressure to make a decision this week, possibly as soon as Tuesday. So in essence, the College Football Playoff Committee wants the Rose Bowl to be a part of the playoff rotation. They want to expand the playoffs because otherwise they lose $450 million, which to a lot of these freaking college um, chancellors and presidents, it's a bunch of pocket change. But they're like, please, please, Rose Bowl, please. We want this in in the next two years. Can you do that, please? So that's all this story is. It's just a begging piece. But otherwise... Oh, and uh, Tyson Fury will make his return to boxing so much for his retirement. Uh, let's see, when's he going to... Tyson Fury's retirement just lasted a few months. As he prepares for a title defense against Derek Chisora on Saturday in London. The Gypsy King told ESPN he'll fight on it as long as his body will let him, so... In essence, Tyson Fury just did a Tom Brady because he made his return back. So those are your top headlines for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also watch this show on Rumble.com, or you can download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Once you do that, search for A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. On Rumble, like, and please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely podcast. Oh, and like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithm. To follow this show on social media, you can do that by either following the show's Facebook Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. To follow me, your host, Austin Gerke, on social media, you can either do that by following this, following me on Instagram, at Austi Spamonti, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, or if you want post-episode interaction or leave your college basketball suggestions, on Twitter, at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Once again... Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I will see you guys tomorrow.